Week 21 of off-season recording podcasts. We're almost here. How you feeling? Hey, we have actual – I mean, we had the Hall of Fame game, but now we're getting, we're getting every preseason game this week. Starts Thursday. Uh, camp is just buzzing. Every team is a Super Bowl team right now. So it's – except the Bears because they don't want to pay their best player on their team. Is that Justin Fields? No, that's not Justin Fields. <laughs> that is Roquan Smith. Former first-round pick. Should have been all-pro linebacker. Oh, you hate to see it. Is this just, like, a ploy to get them to actually pay him, or do you, th- or you think he's gone? I think he's trying to get the owners to pay him. But, I mean, even if – obviously the Bears are in a full rebuild right now, but he's part of your rebuild. He's, right. he's still a young core. Literally, he's, like you said, our best player, core of the defense. I don't see a world where – you get rid of him, even if you get a first rounder. You hope if you get a first round pick, you hope to get a Roquan Smith type player. Why don't you just pay the man? Right, and it's not like you don't have any money. You have the most salary cap going into next year. He, uh, yeah, I was mind. I mean, he he did this as a rookie. He was holding out because he wanted more money. Um, you know, he's kind of done this. So again, I don't know if it is a ploy or what, but that that came out today. Other news, Jimmy G is either going to be cut or traded by the end of the month. So, don't know where he's going. I mean, Seattle's already said they're not they're not in. Um, is there any team that could use him? Could use him. There's some, but to, do teams make sense for him to go there? Like, Houston doesn't really make sense. I mean, there's any other play? I don't see a good fit for him. If he goes anywhere else, it's just going to be a, you know, a bridge quarterback to their next guy. I don't, right. see, I don't see Jimmy G making an impact on a long, like long-term scale for any team. I think if the Browns knew if Watson was out for like for the whole year, I think they would make a push at him. Yeah, because I, I mean he's a huge upgrade, obviously, and he's been to the Super Bowl. He's he wins where he goes. You know, is that him? Is that? You know, the other factors that are around, but he has been the common denominator with the Niners. Um, you know, that would be a good spot. But again, if he's gone, you know, only the six games he's suspended right now, it doesn't really make, you know, it does, doesn't really make sense to take on his contract for those games. And, but if, if they get him on, if they don't trade for him, maybe because they don't have to give up anything to get him for those six weeks, but that's really the only team that could use him and, that could make a, an actual difference for the NFL for playoffs and seeding and everything. Yeah, I mean, he's a good quarterback. He's just – I don't think he's the long-term answer for any team, so it'll be interesting who uh, who picks him up here. Any other news or notes that have happened, um, you know, big news? I'll, I'll talk about it when we get to our bus. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, one coach came out and said something real interesting today, so – uh, on today's episode, we each picked three of our fantasy busts this year. Uh, guys, we're pretty much avoiding where they're going ADP, or we just don't believe them in, um, in general. But I got the question of the week before we uh, kick this off here. So, Mason, if every other app besides five apps on your phone were deleted for good, give me, so it'll start one at a time, give me your first app you are for sure keeping on your iPhone. 
my first one, it was pretty easy. I wrote it down right away. It's Spotify. Oh, that was my first one too. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I mean, you know, I know, and, and you said, you know, and I asked about like Netflix and Hulu and you said that's still on our TVs. Like we can still have that because right. you know, my TV is a smart TV. I have a Roku. Um, so that's fine. I still have that, but I'm not trying to listen to the radio on my whole drive. And when I'm, you know, driving, making a road trip and then trying to find a new station that plays music that I like, just give me Spotify. You know, it's what isn't done walks, music, podcasts. It, that's the number one, I think is the clear first option. Yeah, how am I supposed to listen to the Neil Don on repeat without Spotify? Right. Oh, you could go Apple. <laughs> I, I could. But yeah, I, I couldn't tell you the last day I went without opening my Spotify app at least five times. Yeah, I, I again, anytime I go for a walk with the dogs, I cut grass. I obviously at the anything. I mean, use it probably the most or it's not the most, but it is the most useful that I use on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, so we both had Spotify. The second one I wrote down right away was the messaging app. Just text messaging? Yep. I, I didn't put phone calls on there. I can text. If you need me, just text me. I, yeah. I, text, I text every day, too. I can't go without that. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, kind of great, a bigger picture. And I'm like, okay, do I want to go Facebook? Because I get Facebook Messenger there. You can, like, you can FaceTime on Facebook. Um, but my number two, I went with my favorite social media app and that's twitter okay and i know you're not a big twitter guy the only reason why you go on it is when i send you tweets or dm you um but i use twitter all the time and when i'm bored and i'm you know in a line waiting i go to twitter because i'm just refreshing it there's this hilarious stuff i'm seeing every single every single time i'm on there so that's my number one social media, and I'm keeping Twitter, uh, Twitter, almost a tweeter like a boomer would. <laughs> um, and I don't really tweet. Uh, I'll send out some sports tweets, but I'm I'm keeping Twitter. Yeah, I didn't. I, I put one social media on there, but it wasn't Twitter. I can just I I'm at my desk between seven thirty and four thirty every day. I can just go on my laptop and go on social media if I want to. I, I could do without Snapchat. I could do without Instagram. No, I don't know. No, 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 yeah, no. I can definitely do without Instagram. Um, that one didn't didn't even think about putting it on there because it's it's just so bad now. Like I'm I'm not even seeing what my friends are posting. It's all ESPN and everything things that they think I'll like. Like I, no, give me what I'm give me what I'm following. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess since you did your social media, I'll do my only social media. I'm keeping on my phone is TikTok. Yep, that was my number three. I, I you have to. I'm on I'm on TikTok. If I looked at through my settings and my screen time, TikTok is probably a couple hours a day. Yeah, I'm de- <laughs> TikTok was is my number three. It's my number probably two most used social media. Um, it's just great. It's great. There's new things. There's oh, it's great. And I you can watch almost like full TV shows on TikTok. Literally, like they have just pages and it's just part one part two i saw one was part 280 for like two and a half men it was on like their third season or something jesus <laughs> yeah you can, you can also go follow the kneel down on uh, tiktok too you can it. some some fire tweets there yeah. there is good content and then there are fire funny tweet or um tiktok videos uh great app i definitely was a late i was late to it i got on it during the covid stages yeah me too um, but ever since then, it's been everyday use. Yeah. All right, give me your fourth one. 
My fourth one, I did go with uh, text messaging. Again, I was kind of going back and forth with Facebook because it's all in one. It's a social media. It's texting and it's uh, FaceTime as well. But I just went texting because, you know, Facebook is just bland. You know, it's boring. Yeah. And I usually, if I do message, I don't really message people on there anymore. You know, the people I need a message I have in my phone. And I don't have my grandma on Facebook. She's not on. So that's one person I can't talk to. So <laughs> I just, I'm like, I'll lose Facebook for my grandma and I'll keep just standard text messaging. So, so far we got three of the same here. Yes. But I do not have Twitter. Uh, my fourth one, I got to go with Apple Maps or the maps. Just mm. the iPhone maps. Yeah. I use I don't know if I'd be able to go anywhere besides Wisconsin, maybe Illinois. I don't know. That is wow! I didn't even think of maps. Yeah, we we couldn't have gone to the wedding in St. Louis two weeks ago, and I'm not gonna copy you now, even though that's a good one. Yeah, I use maps more than I care to admit. Or going yeah, to you are you are awful with maps. You use maps <laughs> to still get to your parents' house from Green Bay to Illinois, and you've done it almost probably fifty times. Uh, probably more than that. I've been living in Green Bay four years. <laughs> I, that's true. So a hundred times, and you still use your maps. <laughs> yeah, I, so I don't even know how to get to most or many places on the west side in Green Bay. Oh my god! <laughs> and we were literally we took the exit to get to our house. I'm like, you can turn your maps off. I know how to get there. And you go, no, I just like having it up. <laughs> I like to beat the ETA. Yeah, when we're two <laughs> minutes from being from getting to the destination. Yeah, maps is for sure. I know I could buy a GPS or a Garmin or something to put in my car. I can print out the things like a boom, the maps like a boomer online. Oh, God. Do you remember having? <laughs> oh, I remember going to the Dells with my family and MapQuest. Map, MapQuest deleted. And then my stepdad, Darren, he's like, We don't need this. I take this all the time. And I was like, I just want to know how to, I just want to know we're going to get there fine. He's like, I've done it because all farmers know every roads they just know them all <laughs> and so that's a good one oh man so am i on four i'm on yeah i have my last one yep i was going back and forth i'm a big facetime guy um i use my calculator a lot literally for the most random things but me too i'm not gonna put it on there because i can do things in my head um and then the the other one i was debating was photos so I was going back and forth with photos and FaceTime. And ultimately, I did go with FaceTime. Wow. Yes. I, 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 I talk to people on the phone all the time, and I, and I FaceTime them. You know, I don't like to stand or calling except for a couple people. There will be a couple people I don't FaceTime, but everyone else I FaceTime. And with my photos – Megan will have them also, and and you can save photos in your text messages. So I got my photos there. True, I didn't even think about photos, but yeah, I I could do without photos. I, we don't care I, about our past memories. No, download Time Hop. Ty, yeah, oh, that's a well, good one. Well, you can't. You already. Put you can't. You only have five apps. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd put FaceTime in my top fifty. To be honest, I never FaceTime you. Me. I feel like whenever you see I'm FaceTime you, you probably roll your eyes like, "What is he want?" <laughs> Just text me. <laughs> it depends what I'm doing. If I'm laying, if I'm laying down, I've got like three double chins going. I'm like, Ugh, guess I'll just sit up and <laughs> see what he wants. <laughs> All right. What is your last one? I'm going Safari. Just I, internet. 
Yeah, I know I, I can't do a loophole. I can't type in Facebook or Snapchat or anything on Safari, but I just need basic internet. I just need to know. I just need to know that I can look stuff up whenever I want. The amount of random shit I Google is ridiculous. Man, it, I didn't think of that because I just assume like it's just internet. Like I have it. Oh, you know no, what I mean, you need to download this that Safari app. No, are you? What do you mean? No, how are you? How it's an app on your phone. I. But it's it's already there, so like I've never had to download it. So same with maps. Yeah, but that's different. How is that different? They, because I didn't there. think of Safari. <laughs> I have to have Safari. I Google shit at least ten times a day. So do I. Oh my <laughs> god. I hate my list. My list is awful. You're gonna have to FaceTime me to Google stuff for you. No, I, you can't FaceTime me. I don't have FaceTime. Oh. You're gonna have to text me to Google something for you. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. we're not doing this one again. I, I, wow. I, text, I texted Mason right as I came up with the question, and in 30 seconds, I had my five, and they have not switched. I, I since we've been pondering this question for about a week now. It, those those are an easy five for me. Yeah, yours are way better. You're yeah, you're better <laughs> off than I am. I'm I'm getting lost. I can't look up anything. I can't even. If I want to go out to eat, I literally can't do anything. No, you you're gonna. Have I can't to... make I can't make a reservation because they're not gonna answer my FaceTime. No, they I don't even know their phone number. Yeah, you're. Screwed. I don't you know, know how to get there. To see what you see. Yeah, I, I'm screwed. At least you have TikTok. I do have TikTok <laughs> and Twitter. Oh my, that was awful. That's hilarious. I'm an idiot. All right, you definitely won that one. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, let's just transition. Well, you got a chance to redeem yourself here with your bus. Let's go, jump right in. All right. My first bust, and it is a running back who, going into last year, everyone was super high on, and he got hurt, wasn't supposed to play at all, came back in the playoffs and stunk it up, and that is Cam Akers of the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. Kind of already hit on his injury. He came back sooner than what anyone expected or has done in the past, which was people were there when he was practicing, like for what? He's not playing at all. And then they made the playoff run, Super Bowl run, and he was in there for every game. But right. he was so bad in the playoffs, which was it the injury? I don't I don't want to say it was because they used him multiple like he had the most opportunities out of the running back room on that team and he only averaged two yards per carry two and a half yards per carry in the playoffs which yeah i get it you get tougher teams blah blah blah. but that was the worst in all the playoffs right yeah what he averaged what just over a yard a carry in the super bowl yeah it was it was laughable i mean you always see you always see people and like oh i could get one yard on you know, one one attempt like you probably like cam Akers was barely doing that right like an average, you know, the average Joes are saying they can do it, and he was barely doing it. Um, and the injury still kind of concerns me because it is an Achilles. We've never seen someone that has an Achilles injury come back and be who they were. Um, so that is a concern. His ADP for me is uh, thirty-one point nine, so he's kind of going in the, you know, early to middle of the third round, which. For me, it's just too high. He's going as the RB14 in ESPN. Um, there there are rumors that they're doing a shared backfield with him and Henderson. So already right there, I'm getting a shared backfield 
with a, a pre-injury guy and who did not show anything in the playoffs. And then lastly, his team is ter- 23rd in rush attempts last year, 10th in pass, to- pass attempts, and they were second in passing touchdowns. They have Stafford. They're paying him all his money. They just paid Cooper Cup. They brought on and paid Allen Robinson. They're going to throw the ball because they have weapons to do so. And they're not going to run it as much because they know that they can beat guys in the passing game. So I'm out on Cam, on Cam Akers at his ADP. Um, I know my brother-in-law just drafted him, and I kind of made a face. And now he he's already trying to trade him because I oh. made a he, oh, he already made a face. Yeah, um, but I've seen him going in the second round sometimes. Like that's oh just way God. too high for me. Yeah, I I see Akers as start like the start of the running back, like you know, dead zone people talk about when you're drafting, you know, the middle round running backs. But you said 23rd last year in rushing. I I think that is a part because Akers was hurt and they were relying on their backup running backs. But does Stafford's you know preseason in quote unquote arm have any you know, Tommy John whatever it is yeah, yeah. scary at all? You don't think they'll go to the run at all? No, because that it affected him last year too. That there were reports that he dealt with this last year. Yeah, and I mean, it's I'm not too nervous about that yet. If it gets, I mean, if he has surgery and he's out, then yeah, I'll probably Cam Akers might be better off because they you would think they would run the ball a little. I don't even know who their backup is. Um, but that that would maybe be the only way I'd be in on him because you would think those rushing attempts would go up. Right. But I just think you see where all the money went, and that was to Cooper Cup, Stafford, and Allen Robinson. They're going to use their receivers. Yeah, I mean, in the third round, I there's no way I'm touching him. You can get guys like Michael Pittman in the third round. <laughs> just oh yeah, my next my next bust I talk about who are all around him just because there's so many better guys. But that's my next bust. Who? Well, no, you're for you. You want me, oh. me to go all three? Oh no, no, I I I brought up Pittman, and I'm like, wait a minute. Who? No, no, no. Pittman <laughs> was a my guy. <laughs> okay, I I wasn't gonna do my this guy first, but I will just because of the report that came out today, August 9th, seven fifteen a.m. Coach Nathaniel Hackett believes Melvin Gordon will have an impact on the Broncos offense in 2022. My first bust is Javante Williams. Do you know where he's going right now? Um, he's going right around the Aaron Jones, James Conner area, so the late second. His ADP right now is 212, so the, right, the back of the second round. Last year, I know we're beating a dead horse. We, just, we talked about him with uh, – two episodes ago, but Melvin Gordon outscored Javante Williams in 10 of his 16 games last year, 12.6 to 12.2 average points, which obviously on paper isn't a lot, but Melvin Gordon is being drafted seven rounds later than Javante Williams. Seven rounds later. (laughs) Melvin Melvin Gordon, he has 250-plus career receptions and 10-plus touchdowns five of his seven years. Players going, you know, I mean, players going three spots before and after Javante Williams. Give me everybody. Aaron Jones, Debo Samuel, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans. I don't understand why Javante Williams is getting this much hype when Melvin Gordon is getting more hype than him and his coach is coming out and saying straight up, basically, that best case scenario, if if it's not 50-50, best case scenario, Javante Williams will be 60-40. What you want your first running? If you take a receiver first round, you want your first running back in that type of type of a backfield. 
it, if this if this truly is like it was last year, Javante Williams is not going to finish inside the top twelve, and you're drafting him in the second round. Yeah, I I feel like we've. And like you said, you want to beat a dead horse. But we've talked about this all the time. We, I swear, we talk about this almost every other episode. We do um, because it's ridiculous. I don't. It understand. is. It is. I mean, I don't know why people think when they brought in Nathaniel Hackett that it was something was going to change. Where he came from, an, a team, the Green Bay Packers, where they use two running backs. Like it, it's, it's not right. like he's coming from Tennessee and they have Derrick Henry who gets five thousand carries a a, a freaking season. They split them up, and that's what they're going to do again. They have a good O-line, not great. It's a good O-line, so they're going to use them. And, you know, Wilson is going to do what he's going to do, but they they are bringing in a a guy who likes to use two running backs for different purposes. And you have Melvin Gordon, who is always undervalued, I feel like. And Javante, yeah, Javante's great. If if this was Javante's long backfield, he'd be a top five, top six pick. He he would be. But – but even Nick Chubb is falling to the third round. Chubb is better than Javante Williams. He's even falling to third round in ESPN drafts in a dual backfield with Hunt. So I don't understand why people are still drafting Javante Williams this high. The only thing I can think of is because there is Russell Wilson. So they're expecting it to be a great offense, more scoring opportunities, more touchdown opportunities as an offense in general. But who says that it's not going to be Melvin Gordon on the goal line or Russell Wilson keeping it and rushing it in or, Russell Wilson throwing for 44 touchdowns or something, you know, like, yeah, there are going to be more touchdowns on this team than there were last year, but that doesn't mean that Javante automatically gets seven extra. He might get two extra. Right. Which is not enough to catapult him. Most people are, if you're drafting in the second round, unless you go running back, running back, people are drafting him as the first running back. And I don't, if he cracks the top 12, It'll be number twelve. It won't. You won't be happy where you drafted him if you draft in the second round. Exactly, and I like the guys you hit on before him, especially the running backs for um, for Nat Jones, James Conner. Yes, Jones is in the same situation as uh, as the Denver Broncos with Javante Williams, but Aaron Jones has literally been told he's going to be using be be used in the passing game more, and he has been a guy who has had sixty five plus reception in the last three years he's already done and proven it in the passing game where Javante only a rookie maybe he will be using the passing game more but they have receivers unlike the Packers so that's why there's that difference between those two right yeah that that was the I, I don't want to say my clearest bust because my next one's pretty bad too but Javante in the second round there's no way I'm touching him yeah and my next one my next two obviously we'll just do one at a time are Pretty much for the same reasons. Um, I literally, literally wrote copy and paste for my next guy. Um, but my next one is he's got traded to a new team. Um, so, obviously, new quarterback, new everything. Supposed to, supposed to be the wide receiver one on his team. Who knows? But A.J. Brown. I know, I know you're in on A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, and I'm in on Jalen Hurts, but I'm not in on A.J. Brown right now or any – kind of receiving receiver for that offense and here we go he is going as in ADP 37.1 so towards the end of that third round uh, he's going as a wide receiver 15 he is going to have just limited volume is my biggest reason why I'm out the Philadelphia Eagles were 32nd in pass attempts last year and that was with the first eight weeks when Jalen Hurts was throwing 40 times a game the last half of the season, he 
there were hardly any attempts that it was so bad that they finished the last in the league. And they're the number one rushing team because of Jalen Hurts. He rushes the ball. We've talked about him. We talked about him last episode. We could see him going for almost 1,000 yards if they keep the same offense. He had 432 pass attempts and only 16 touchdowns last year. He adds 10 more touchdowns for passing, and this is not for Jalen Hurts, for A.J. Brown. That's 26 total. That is not good for a wide receiver one. We've talked about that with Carr and why people are, are afraid of Carr and Adams. You look at Renfro. Renfro was the only guy out there. Waller missed six, some, missed six couple games, and Renfro was the only guy who was getting targets. That's why he was somewhat valuable, but he wasn't valuable for his touchdowns. He has a receiver on the team who had 104 targets and 1,000 yards last year. Tight end on the team who had 830 yards last year. So that's already almost 2,000 or 3,000 yards that Jalen Hurts threw for last year from just two guys. He he can crack the – I don't think he can crack the top 10. I think he can be best case wide receiver maybe 12. But if I'm drafting a guy as possibly my first receiver that early, if I go RB, RB, I want a guy who can give me a top five finish or a very consistent guy, which I don't think he can be consistent because of the limited volume. And here are the receivers that are going around him. Keenan Allen, Mr. Consistent. I'm fine with that. T. Higgins, boom opportunity. Even though he's a wide receiver too, he was a top 12 wide receiver last year, can do it again. Michael Pittman, wide receiver one on a high volume, and Mike Evans. Yes, again, there is more uh, more receivers and more miles feet over there, but they almost probably almost, I don't want to say double because that's leading us to in the 800, but Tom Brady had 750 pass attempts last year, 320 more than Jalen Hurts had. So there's just more pie, there's just more opportunity to go around. So that's why I'm out on A.J. Brown. I think he's a fantastic talent, but – the the volume is not there to support him when they have a guy like Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard. That's how they won last year was by by running the ball. I I get where you're coming from, but he, if in the third round he's going in the back of the third round, they paid this man a hundred million dollar contract. That they're basically saying they want to get Hurts to throw the ball more. And you don't just go and pay this man $100 million to I, – I get he's he might not get the t- same amount of touchdowns that Evans or Adams gets. But for the third round, you, I, I wouldn't be happy with him as my wide receiver one. But for the upside, if he, I draft him as my wide receiver two, I think he can easily crack the top 12. So besides Keenan Allen, because I know you're not really in on Keenan Allen, who would you rather have, him or T. Higgins, him or Pittman, or him or Evans? I would rather have. I'm not. I'm not not in on Keenan Allen. It's just you know what you're getting. You're, he's, want, yeah, he's not a sexy pick, but he's always a top. Worst case, honestly, 15 receiver. He's just always there, and you know what you're getting from him. Yeah, I out of those guys, I would rather take AJ Brown over Keenan Allen. I'd rather take Brown. Oh, Brown, I think I would take over T Higgins right now in redraft, just because you know Jamar Chase is the one. I want right. I want wide receiver one upside with Higgins. His ceiling is top 12. AJ Brown can crack the top 10, in my opinion. Uh, I would rather have Evans over AJ Brown. And who's your last guy? Pittman. And I'd rather take Pittman over Brown. So you talk about with Jamar Chase and T Higgins, 
I mean, are you just forgetting about Devonta Smith? The man had a thousand yards as a rookie, or pretty much he had nine hundred like eighty yards, so a thousand yards, hundred and four targets. Are they're just gonna go? They're just gonna disappear now? No, I'm not forgetting about him. But Jamar Chase is a way better presence on the field with Joe Burrow than Devonta Smith is with Jalen Hurts. It they clearly brought in Brown to be the wide receiver one. Smith Smith will get his seven eight hundred yards, couple touchdowns, but. AJ Brown will for sure be the one in this uh, system. Which he again, he should be the wide receiver one. But you look at their record when they start out the season when they were passing a lot. They had one win in the first, I believe. I think they were what one and seven, what maybe or maybe like two and six something. They were bad, and they switched their entire offense to run the ball, and they made the playoffs. Or yeah, they made it. Yeah, blown out by Tampa, but. And was that was that because they didn't have any weapons? You know, what came first, chicken or the egg? But I just seeing Jalen Hurts throw in the couple games I watched, great. So I still think the identity of this team will be run first. And so there again, we're already dealing with small small volume than what guys around him are going. And Keenan Allen, yeah, he's Mr. Consistent, but he's got Justin Herbert throwing the ball 700 times compared to what Jalen Hurts, if he even ups it by 150, he's still under 600 pass attempts. Right. I mean, you can run the ball and still get your number one guy. Look, look at the Ravens offense and Mark Andrews and both in Hollywood Brown last year. Both can still happen. You can be a running team and still have support a wide receiver one. But they were, but they, they were also missing their two starting running backs. Yeah. I, I, for the third round, if I'm drafting Brown as my second wide receiver in the third round, I, I'm in on him. All right. Uh, who do I want to go with next? I'll I'll do my other clear guy that I just hate in redraft. Another third round guy. Oh, okay. So I know it's not who one I'm going to defend. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Being drafted in the third round as the tight end three after finishing at the, as a tight end seven last year. And guess what? He's got a major downgrade at quarterback this year. He didn't. Ha- so last year, they didn't. The Falcons didn't have anybody but Gage, Cordero, and, and Pitts. You replace Gage with Drake London. This is the same team, but without Matt Ryan. Ryan threw for 4,000 yards and 20 touchdowns on 560 pass attempts last year. Mariota and Ritter could post half at least half of those numbers. If Mariota put up 2,010 on, what, 560 divided by two, what, just over 300, or just say 300 passing attempts, how is Pitts going to do better than the tight end seven? I don't – even if he's po- – in the third round, even if he's cracks the top five, you can still get – uh, Cole Komet, eight rounds later. Dawson Knox, five rounds later. Even Dalton Schultz, three rounds later in the sixth round. And they all three of those guys could easily post up just the same amount of numbers, if, if not better, than Kyle Pitts. So last year he put up 1,026 yards. If he post, I don't see him posting up more yards than 1,000 yards. If he goes from one touchdown to, let's say, five touchdowns, why would you waste a third-round pick on – Kyle Pitts when Dalton Schultz going three rounds later, Dawson Knox going five rounds later, or even Cole Komet eight rounds later can all produce those same numbers or close to it. Would you be shocked if Komet put up a thousand and five this year? 
No. No, because he did 960 and none last year. <laughs> right. would, would you even, – even Darren Waller and George Kittle are going after Kyle Pitts. Those are easily those numbers are easily in the realm of possibility. I don't understand why. I out of all those guys I mentioned, Colt or uh, Kyle Pitts arguably has the least amount of upside, and you're drafting him the highest. I someone has yet to explain to me why he's a third round va- value in redraft, and I just I don't get it. You take your running backs and wide receivers early, and unless you're in our league. <laughs> yeah, if you're in our league, he deserves a first round of you know. So I, and I'm not defending Pitts because I don't think I've taken him in one mock draft. I think maybe in a dynasty mock I did just because he is so young. But I think the only reason why is because of his ta- of just his talent. I think his talent is just incredible. He's a freak of an athlete. But that's the only thing. Mariota has not been a starting quarterback in three years. When he has gone in for the Raiders, it was for to run the ball. I mean, he threw it a couple of times, but it was this, you know, try and get a run in and, you know, screw up the defense. Um, and you got a rookie coming in as well. So I and a rookie quarterback and a rookie receiver who was supposed who was supposed to be the best receiver of this draft class. So yeah, I'm I definitely agree. I think his talent is there. But I just don't think he can do better than what he did last year with, like you said, a thousand and one. Yeah, he might get five, but right, it, it's, he, he's it's, not going to be able to do what Kelsey or Andrews do. So he's not going to be able to be a top one, a top one or two receiver or tight end. And then you get guys like I, I'm high on Dalton Schultz, the tight end four or three last year, with a better quarterback and with no vault with no targets. it's him and CD Lamb. He has more opportunity there, and it'll be a lot of just opportunity in general and passing attempts, whereas these two we don't know because we haven't seen Ritter yet, and we haven't seen Mariota in three years. So I definitely – I'm totally on board with you and Kyle Pitts. I haven't been taking him, but what, what's the point you do take him? Like, let's say he falls to the fourth. Are you taking him? Hell no. Fifth. Fifth? Still probably not because Kittle's – George Kittle's going in the fifth round. Sixth. Sixth round, it depends how my team is looking. That's where I usually take Jalen Hurts or, you know, Kyler Murray. So I, if I go quarterback, quote-unquote, early, early for me is the fifth, sixth round. If I go quarterback there, I'm not taking my tight end till the ninth or even double-digit round. So I I don't see myself taking Kyle Pitts even if he falls to the sixth round. Okay. Yeah, I, I would rather have Dalton Schultz in the sixth round. And I know Zach Ertz is kind of going around like a seventh, eighth. I'd rather have him with a – proven quarterback and so i totally agree um my next guy like i said it could almost be a copy and paste it's another receiver on a new team we saw a lot of this a lot of these this year i feel like with big name receivers and went from the afc west to the afc east should be the afc south from where they're located but tyree kill and the miami dolphins Hill's ADP is 17.9, so middle of the second round, or end if you're doing a 10-man, but that middle round of the second. He's going as a wide receiver nine. All right, Tua has played in twenty, has played and started in 23 games in two seasons. He's averaged 194 passing yards per game and 1.13 touchdowns per game. Last year, that went from he averaged 204 passing yards per game. So it's not like he was just bad as a rookie and then his sophomore year he, you know, stepped up and did better. No, he averaged 204 passing yards per game. 
and still only had 16 touchdowns. There's just not enough good opportunity that Tua has shown me that he can that he can make not just Tyree Kill, because just like AJ Brown and the Eagles, they had a receiver last year, rookies, rookie receiver, who broke the uh, rookie reception record in Jalen Waddle. 140 targets. And they have another, again, another tight end who saw 70 to 80 targets. Or, sorry, excuse me, a tight end who saw 112 targets. So you have two guys right there, 140, 112. That's 250 targets right there alone. And now you're bringing on Tyree Kill, who is a who needs targets. Like that's who he is. He's been a hundred plus target guy pretty much his entire time. You're not gonna be able to support three. They've already said that they started using Gasicki as a more for run blocking because of the new coach. The new coach is coming from the Niners, and we all know they love to run the ball multiple different ways. So I think it's gonna be a run heavy team. And they, their running back, their starting running back, is a pass-catching running back. That's what he's known for in Chase Edmonds. So now you have Jalen Waddle, Mike Isicki, and Chase Edmonds. And now you're throwing Tyree Killen, who might not even lead his team in targets, and he's going in this middle second round. Yeah, it, I, I agree with you, Hill. I'm not drafting in the second round. That means you're putting your faith in him Tua. being – yeah, you're, you're putting your faith in him being the clear-cut number one wide receiver, which it's not clear at all. Jalen Waddle broke the rookie reception record last year. And then target, yeah. you're putting – in target, yeah. And you're putting your trust in Tua, which I don't think is obviously smart. I mean, he just hasn't shown it yet. I mean, but him personally has not shown that he can do it. Again, you're only averaging 200 passing yards a game. That's – that's just that's bad right that's not good and and he doesn't run or anything at least Jalen Hurts runs I mean this isn't we're not I'm not bashing I'm not bashing on Tua and whatnot for like comparing to him to Jalen Hurts but you got a guy who Tyreek Hill who has been a wide receiver what wide receiver five or better seven or better it's not all because of Patrick Mahomes because Tyreek Hill is very talented he's very fast he's very good at getting open but you're going from a team that had 600 whatever pass attempts last year to now Tua, who only throws 16 touchdowns in one in one season, and six of them went to Waddle. Right, and you, you you're also going from a team where you had Kelsey and you had Hill. That was the end of the list. Right. Now Miami, they're going to spread the ball out more. Yeah. So, yeah. The talent of Hill is obviously where he needs to be in his ADP. The talent of him, but. Just the volume, the quarterback, the offense, and what I think it's going to be does not um, make sense on why he's going in the middle second round. Right. Yeah, I'm, I totally agree with you there. That's that's too high for my liking. Uh, what, my last guy I had I had trouble with because I do believe he will bust where he's being drafted this year, but I do like him a lot. It's Antonio Gibson. Wow. You think he's going to bust? What, are we seeing two different ADPs? His ADP is in the middle of the fourth round. He's being drafted as the RB21. There's a world where he could finish outside the top 24 running backs this year. When did you last check his ADP? Uh, when I did my notes, what, five, four or five days ago? I checked his ADP today, 59.8. On what app? I'm, I'm mine our sleeper. Uh, that was on ESPN. Okay, so sleeper, he's still being drafted at the 410. Okay. And where is ESPN? 
59.8. So in the fifth round. Okay, so does it show you what uh, what running back he is or no? Uh, no, I did not count what he was. Um, I did have Cam Akers was an RB14, and that was in the ADP of 31.9. So add almost three full rounds, and that was Gibson. So on Sleeper, he's being drafted as RB21 right now. Okay. Get, he was the RB9 last year in five games without J.D. McKissick. You know, he – but the other 11 games, he only saw 8% of the target share and only ran 36% of the team's dropbacks. If So they they went out of their way to re-sign J.D. McKissick, and they drafted a third-round running back, Brian Robinson. On, according to NFL.com, on average, since 2013, rookie third-round running backs get 125 touches between rushing and passing. That's including goal line work. And the passing work, you got three running backs that Washington is for sure going to use. You, I mean, they saw it, we saw it last year. I think they're going to limit his workload after three lower body body injuries, hip, turf, toe, and shin. I don't see a world where you can draft Antonio Gibson to be your RB two with them resigning McKissick and adding Brian Robinson on a mediocre offense. Yeah, I mean, God, I'm. The, so I was everyone was all in on Gibson last year, um, because of again you kind of who, it, 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 who, who he is. The talent for him is there. He is the a very, is it's a very good back. I think the offense will be better. I mean, it, you, it's laughable if I'm saying Carson Wentz is the best quarterback that they've had in the past four years, but it's true. It, it, I mean, you're not it, wrong. It is true. It was Taylor. It was Tyler Heineke. It was a. I'm not bashing it because he's better than I am in football, obviously. But he was a what undrafted guy who only reason why he got a second chance was because he almost he almost won them a playoff game. He, he, you know, like that's the only reason why because he right. showed some flashes in a playoff game, or else he was going to be gone. You know, and they had Alex Smith before who. You know, great comeback story, but he wasn't what he used to be. Uh, they just haven't had the quarterbacks that can that receiver or DBs and defenses are afraid of. Like we're gonna rush you, we're gonna load the box and try and stop the running game. Where Wentz, no, he's not great either, but he can at least do a little bit better. And so I and then Gibson's ADP again. What I saw on ESPN. At, the 59.8, that's almost a fifth, sixth round. That that I'm okay with. In the fourth round, I'm very hesitant because I think he'll be the lead back in carries. And Robinson, Brian Robinson, he doesn't scare me. Um, I think that's just an insurance back in case him or McKissick, they both had injuries last year. I think that's just like just in case type thing. So we don't have to use Gibson for every single piece, for every single down. Or we want to use McKissick for every single down because you don't want to use McKissick every down because he's not the talent that Gibson is. Right. Gibson, you can use every down, but they just they want to limit him, you know, which sucks for fantasy. But Robinson doesn't scare me as much because there are two backs in front of him. I think his touches will be less than that number you said, like what, 120, 150? Yeah, 125. Yeah, 125. So I like Gibson, I don't love him. If I have, if I'm stacked and I'm fine at receivers and I have one running back, I don't mind if I take them just because 
where he's going, and I think the off- offense will be just a little bit better. And, I mean, you're telling me that the offense will be better with Carson Wentz over Taylor Heineke, Tyler Heineke? It'll be a little better, but I don't like Wentz at all. But- no, I don't either. I mean, even though, and we'll be doing this next week, you said you would you would have taken Wentz on the Bears last year. I, I would have. <laughs> so he is a decent quarterback. He's a fine quarterback. But that's why I'm a little bit – I know we said we want to kind of argue one person. That's I'm arguing for Gibson just because his ADP, whether it's on Sleeper or ESPN, I still think for a starting running back that it's a good value for him. And ESPN obviously a lot more because it's, you know, a round and a half, two rounds after Sleeper. I'm just I'm just scared because he's such he has such a wide range of outcomes. He's a wild card pick. So, so last year McKissick missed five games to RB two on his team. Gibson, Gibson even so between his three injuries last year, he still played in sixteen games, but he was only on the field for fifty four percent of snaps out of those sixteen games. And now you add in a third running back that could t- take away a hundred touches. I, th- I just, I just don't see the running back really being the Robinson being that big of a factor to me. I, I, I really do. I, I don't. Think I think he's going to take some third down and some passing work and even goal line opportunities away from Gibson. I, I, I just disagree there because it, again, it's not like that. It, it's. They like McKissick. They he left and then they brought him. Like he was supposed to go to the Bills, and it was gonna be Gibson season. They brought him back. They like McKissick, so they like both running backs. They're not gonna use a third one. I mean, he might be on the field, you know, a a good like percentage, but I don't think he's gonna get an actual 125 uh, touches or kick receptions and carries. I see him just being, uh, you know, if it's a if it's a for sure passing down, and you know they need a blocking running back. That's where he might get more of the, um, the more snaps and whatnot. Yeah, I I don't know. I in the fourth round, I'm fully out. Fifth round depends how my team's shaking out. So I how many how many teams use three running backs? Um, I'm sure I can find one. <laughs> find one. <laughs> That'll be Washington. <laughs> There just aren't teams that use three running backs because teams don't have – there aren't three good running backs typically on a team that are good. The only one that's coming to mind is in is the Browns, but that's because they paid Dearness Johnson because Hunt is on, a, is on a contract year, so they want to get him for when Hunt's gone. But they didn't use Dearness when Hunt and Chubb were both healthy playing. They didn't use them. Chiefs just came out and said they're keeping four running backs. Yeah, you keep like for special teams, like they're gonna be on special teams, but that's oh, that's so okay. All right, Gibson, I, I get just because I just can't get behind him as my RB one or two on. Well, RB one, I mean, you better have freaking <laughs> yeah, you better have drafted uh, Kelsey. It's you're even a Josh Allen. You better have three or four great wide receivers there. Yeah, RB1, you really went with the zero RB strategy, and I wouldn't have used it on Gibson. But as my RB2, I'm not upset about it. I'm not thrilled, but I'm I'm fine with it. I'm content. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't like the wide range of outcomes for an every every week starter in my fantasy lineup. All right. That's so, fair. yeah, there you have it. We'll put – if you uh, forgot who we had, I had Gibson – 
Javante Williams, Kyle Pitts, Mason, who you got? I had Cam Akers, Tyreek Hill, and A.J. Brown. We'll, we'll post those in uh, TikTok videos, too, in case you don't uh, don't listen in time. You can check it out on there. So, yeah, that'll do it. Coming up here in the next couple weeks, we have our fantasy drafts. We'll uh, we'll, we'll post special episodes talking through that that uh, those drafts as they happen. So you can get our thought process in real time in case you haven't drafted yet. And, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up to uh, less than a month away. Yeah, don't forget, comment on our videos. Let us know where who your busts are, if you agree, or if, if you're high on these guys, and let, let us know why. Maybe I'm missing something from – AJ Brown or Tyree Kill that you might know. Maybe you're you follow those Dolphin beat reporters and you got some info for me. Just let us know. Follow us. I know Anthony's got our ats. Uh at the kneel down on TikTok, at the kneel down pod on Twitter. All right. We'll see you next week. We, we're gonna have a fun game next week. See if Anthony can knows his NFL stats and player <laughs> stats. We're gonna test his knowledge there. Oh god. Maybe you don't want to listen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you next week. See you next time.